You're listening to the Goddess Talk podcast, where we have real conversations about all things spirituality, self-development, women's empowerment, conscious entrepreneurship, and more. This podcast was designed to inspire women to reclaim their power, come into alignment with their soul's purpose, and create their best possible lives. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get into today's episode. Hello again, everyone. I hope you're all having an amazing week. We are back today for part two of my conversation with Emily Miyoto of M's Path. For anyone who might not have listened to part one, Emily is a Theta Healing Practitioner and a meditation coach. And we had such an incredible conversation that lasted almost two full hours. So I decided to split it in, in half. So it was a little bit more digestible for you all listening and didn't feel too overwhelming or like too much at once. So I would recommend going back and listening to part one before this because you might feel a little bit lost and like you're missing some content without hearing that portion first. But in any case, in today's episode, Emily and I talked about really accessing your own healing potential. We talked about why it's important for healers to have their own healers so they're able to move past their ego and see their blind spots. We talked about what super conscious is and how it's different from your higher self. We spoke about clearing out distractions to connect ourselves with our own energy system and how energy gets stuck in different chakras in the body and then how we can release it to find balance and harmony harmony within our bodies. I really love this half of our conversation because we're really empowering you to be able to use some of these healing modalities on yourself for yourself. So even though it can be incredibly powerful and even necessary at times to work with a trained professional for some of that deeper work and deeper healing, you can still access healing in small doses for yourself, which I think is incredibly powerful for anyone that's listening. So again, I'm hoping that this episode serves you and that you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Let's go ahead and jump into part two of this interview. So energy healing and and theta healing especially, is that something that people can do on themselves or do you need to have a practitioner guiding you and helping you kind of access the higher planes? Uh, I think a bit of both. So I do theta healing on myself pretty much every day. I do it on my food. I do it on, yeah, I do during meditation, during my body. And if I do have limiting beliefs that I know, I will remove them. But at the same time, I always like to have my own healer. I think even healers need healers Mm -hmm. and they need mentors and people to guide them because again, because we all have egos, sometimes our egos can get in the way of our own healing, no matter how in tune we are. So it's sometimes hard to continue asking ourselves, what could be the worst that could happen? What could be the worst that could happen Um, to find that root belief? So for my own healing, when I know there's definitely an issue and definitely a block which I've come up that I haven't been able to clear my own, I 100% go 
seek help. Mm-hmm. But for the little things that I just want to get a little tune up or I just want to like speak to my spirit guides or just pull out a belief. And again, usually the ones that I pull out are more of the top layer ones. Mm-hmm. Because again, it takes, um, it's hard to remove the ego when you want to remove the, the deeper beliefs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering if like for people who have maybe never heard of theta healing or never even really done any energy healing, is there something you could tell them like, or, or a tip that you have for them to just kind of access their own healing potential and how might oh, they go about so that? so much to say. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> I'll try and, I'll try and limit this. So the first thing I think that people can do in order to start doing energy healing on themselves or becoming more energetically aware is to become knowledgeable in it. Um, where I first started was reading books. Uh, my library is filled with everything to do with mindfulness and connecting with the soul to a great book is actually the biology of belief by Bruce Lipton. And have you heard it? Mm-mm. Okay. So it is amazing. And it pretty much talks about like frequencies and your brain and how powerful it is and how everything is energy. I literally say it's on every single one of my blog posts, almost every single one of my Instagram stories, everything is energy. So when we understand that, and sometimes people need to understand it from a scientific point of view. Um, So the biology belief is great for that because it breaks down scientifically that everything is energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we're able to understand more about energy, we can, it's kind of, again, the kind of like the placebo nocebo effect. We no longer have the belief that it's not real because a lot of people are still walking around. And when I tell them I do energy healing and that I make a living out of it, like people actually pay for that. That's real. And I want to be like, oh my gosh, I mean, you need healing. You need help. <laughs> you need lots of yeah. healing. Years <laughs> um, of healing. Of yep. Never. Um, but yeah and just the fact that we use energy in western medicine too i think people don't understand that yeah. like with x-rays that's literally frequency and energy yeah um and we use they use crystals and mm-hmm. every single time people mention about crystals when i guess like it's a new fad that's started that everybody has crystals now yeah um <laughs> oh p.s so everyone knows it it's actually, they're going, I don't know if crystals can go extinct, but they're being mined, um, not sustainably. Yeah. So don't buy crystals anymore or gift them to people. Just a side note. Yeah. Unfortunately, because everybody wants them now, but. Everybody wants them on their Instagram now. So we're. Yeah. <laughs> so we're mining them not in the right way as I'm wow. decked out in crystals right now but I know I have crystals everywhere <laughs> um but yeah so we use all these energy healing modalities that but people just don't realize it and thankfully like Reiki has made a breakthrough in energy healing mm-hmm. but people just need to become more self-aware so a really good place to start is even meditation because mm-hmm. you're tuning into your own body's energy and you're reading your own body and what's right and what's wrong for it and through that you can slowly start to realize energy in other parts of your body your hands have chakras in them um a really good practice that i do as well is just play around with the energy between your hands so you can rub your hands together and then put them a couple of inches apart 
and feel the sensation between your palms to understand that there's energy flowing between your hands. Um, start becoming aware of the energy when you walk into a room. Like literally ask yourself like, what happened here? Kind of create a story in your head of like what happened. Or if you see people be like, okay, like what is their story? Who's angry or negative today? Who's in love today? Like, and just mm-hmm. feel it. Um, another really good one is to change what's happening to your physical body. Because again, what's happening to your physical body is going to affect your soul. So eating nutritious food. I'm going to turn to the doctor now. Eating nutritious food. Getting daily exercise. <laughs> one apple a day. Yeah, one apple a day. Keep the negative spirits away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. But yeah, so like taking care of your physical body so that way you can become more aware of when your soul is trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, not drinking water or using toothpaste, toothpaste toothpaste with fluoride in it because it blocks your third eye chakra tip on oh God, i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah um listening to binaural beats instead of watching tv um reading meditating spending more time doing self-care like these are all amazing practices that allow you to start tapping into energy another amazing thing is grounding um grounding is pretty much walking barefoot in earth if you live in canada it's kind of hard at this month (laughs) but there are many other ways to do it there's um grounding mats and grounding sheets i actually just purchased some of my own which is in the mail i'm super excited for those to come in um you can get like wristbands you can get patches you can get pads for the computer um pads that work for your feet like just ground your energy because Again, we're so disconnected from earth, from energy of the earth, from the elements, everything that we don't realize that energy is there because Mm -hmm. we can't feel it. So allowing your physical body to feel it, allowing your soul to feel it, playing around with it Mm -hmm. are just different ways to become more aware of it. Mm -hmm. And then from there, then you can dabble more in like theta healing or Reiki, or whatever it could be, tuning yeah. forks, like, there's, um, like, an unbelievable amount of energy healing modalities out there. Yeah, yeah, I love everything that you're saying. I think such a big reason that so many of us might not believe in energy healing, or might feel like we're not capable of doing it, is just because we're not aware, we're so disconnected or distracted by whatever's going on in our life, that we don't give ourselves the space and the stillness or the presence to just be in tune and be connected with our own energy. When we can feel that, it's hard to like deny that it's real. It's yeah. hard, it, or it's easy to deny that it's real if, if we, I just forgot what I said now. If we can feel it, <laughs> it's hard to deny that it's real. Yeah, I said it right the first time. Um, so yeah, I think just giving yourself the gift of like your own attention and your, and stillness throughout your day so that you can be like, oh, whoa, I, this has gone unnoticed for the last 10 years, but I can feel so much energy moving through me. I can feel energy when I eat this meal versus this meal or drink yeah. water with fluoride or without it or read this book versus this or whatever. Um, so yeah, give and yourself a gift of your own attention. Yeah. And we try and, and again, this is kind of why I'm trying to go away from like materialistic things, but society is literally trying to distract us from that ability to tap into our own self-healing mm-hmm. we're coming out with endless amounts of tv endless and like video games and entertainment and the latest clothing items and this and that to distract us mm-hmm. as bad as it is they're trying to distract us from 
our own thoughts and it's working because how many people a day can spend an hour a day meditating compared to how many people a day can spend three hours a day watching TV. Right. It's so easy to distract yourself because a lot of people are afraid of those thoughts and afraid of what might come up and to have to do the healing. That's another thing. You can't be afraid to awaken the demons that are inside of you in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid of your darkness. Um, I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest, I think people are actually searching for distractions. They're like, I don't want to face this. I don't want to face the pain. I don't want to know what's really going on in my subconscious mind. That seems like a big deal. I would rather just sit down and watch friends or whatever. Um, PS, love friends. Great show. Great show. I watch it too. We all do. (laughs) But anyway, TV is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, just not being afraid of your truth and not being afraid to explore parts of yourself that you've been avoiding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so last thing I want to ask you before we wrap up. Actually, I have okay. two more things. Do you have time for another you. hour? Okay, good. <laughs> um, so this is kind of like in the same field of what we've been talking about, but I was doing a little stalking on your Instagram. And oh, nice. at least um, honest. and um you had a post that was about it was about energy no surprise and it was about um how like about how energy gets stuck and for you like your you notice your energy was getting stuck in your stomach and in your digestive system and it's no surprise or no coincidence that you also had digestive issues so I'm wondering like how does our energy get stuck and does that show up in only physical ways or like if our energy got stuck in our stomach where our solar plexus is, could that also affect the way that we're confident or the way that we show up in our lives? Or if it gets stuck in our throat, is it just going to give us like a thyroid problem or neck pain or could it also affect the way we express ourselves or communicate with others or whatever? Um, so I'm going to figure out how to try and say this, but so if anyone knows anything about the chakras, there are chakras, there's an endless amount of chakras all in our body, but we mostly focus on the seven along the center of our body. And these are pretty much, and again, if you read, for example, the biology of belief, you would know that these are just um, vortexes of energy um, in high amounts in these different areas of your body. Um, and what happens is, is that based on our beliefs, what we learned from ages zero to seven or zero to eight, we pretty much have formed how we're going to live our life. Now, unfortunately, sometimes those don't work in our favor. Um, and based on that, we act out in our life how, what we've learned from our beliefs, right? Um, but each of these different energy centers in our body relate to different, both physical, mental, and emotional ailments. Um, so when I say energy is blocked, it's mostly means that, again, because our body is a vessel for our soul, it's mostly like a sign from our soul that there is, um, there's something that you're not focusing on to help bring your body, mind, and soul into alignment. So, and into balance. And when you're in balance, that's when you're able to find inner peace and that's where you're able to do healing and all that fun stuff. 
where so for example if you have shoulder pain and you have back pain that could have been from a really intense workout yes but if it's chronic it could also be that you feel like you're holding the weight of the world on your shoulders and based on maybe a belief you had as a kid that if you weren't strong if you didn't take care of your family you would die or someone else would die or be hurt then you live your life always having to prove that you can hold everything you can hold everybody else's problems and again because it's kind of acting out of a limiting belief and acting out of the negative ego that's keeping you in that belief then it becomes stagnant because there's no love there and there's no light and there's no it's all negativity it's acting out of negativity mm-hmm. So you bring your body into a dis-ease state, which is why you end up having the back. Say you get, um, for example, me and you, stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Um, our bodies will hold the energy in that specific chakra that deals with those ailments. So the good thing about that is, is that once you can connect the different chakras, the different areas of your body, you can figure out what those limiting beliefs are, what you need to work on to help clear that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, for the stomach, it has a lot to do with guilt, has a lot to do with worth, has a lot to do with sexuality. So um, again, during that time period, if you were sexually abused, it can block that energy because now you're living in fear. If you were taught as a kid that you were unworthy of, unworthy of love, unworthy of money, success, everything, then again, you are acting out of a place of feeling unworthy all the time. So you can't allow that energy to flow and flow with love. So it becomes blocked and unfortunately becomes and manifests into physical ailments. You can become more withdrawn, more sensitive. I know in other relationships, I used to be really, really sensitive if my worth was questioned in a way. And it could have been as a joke, but I took it so seriously because... Mm -hmm. I felt like I was unworthy. Um, But as long as you can tap into what parts of your body are being affected and know what it relates to, then you're given the greatest gift because you know how to fix it. Now it's just up to you if you decide to fix it or not. Um, But a regular check of like checking in with your body, I do this every single night too as like a meditation. I tune into my body and ask, like, what does my body need? Where is there dis-ease? And then I'll just feel it and I'll wait to feel it. It could be in my heart. It could be like a, like a dull, achy feeling in my heart. And then I know that maybe I didn't forgive myself for doing something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I didn't forgive another person or I didn't give thanks and gratitude for all the things that I have in my life and I feel like I'm lacking. Yeah. So I spend the time and I work on that. Or if I have a really big headache, again, our bodies don't just go into dis-ease for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's, there's always reasons why things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as we can become, again, more self-aware of why these things happen and why this energy gets stuck, we can work on it either through saging, through crystals, through intuitive writing, through journaling, through tarot reading. We can mm-hmm. always, like, there's so many different avenues of spiritual mindfulness practices to 
allow you to become more aware and to help you figure out ways to release that energy. Yeah. Do you find that sometimes just your awareness alone is enough to trigger like an emotional release or just a release? Because sometimes I find that just me acknowledging what's going on, like just me slowing down enough, like you're describing before bed or first thing in the morning, to be aware and to acknowledge what's going on in my body is enough for my body to be like, yes, thank you. This is what's been going on. This is what I've I've been wanting to get your attention around. This is what I've been wanting you to see. Thank you. And then I might like cry or I might just want to move my body to like let the energy move. And sometimes that's all I need is just my own focus. Crying and moving your body are actually really good ways to release that energy. Um, this could be just with me, but I, I feel like if I become aware of it, even though I feel that release, it's almost like the it's almost like the professor back in your head being like, okay, thank God, finally she got it. But if we only do that, and I feel like if we don't do the healing part, then that professor again is like, you idiot. I literally, I thought you had it. And you now, had it. You like, knew you it. it. And then you ran away. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we like still need to do the healing work. And again, because all the different, the different centers of your body, the different chakras deal with different colors. You can also add in different and do different practices for each of the chakras Mm -hmm. and that can help release that energy. So for example, your heart crying is a really good way to release that because it's all coming from the heart and from the lungs and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is amazing one. If you cry from your stomach, you might not feel that same release, but if you dance or if you work Mm -hmm. out, it could release that energy because that's the point where you trying to show your worth and you're trying to show your self-love and your sexuality and your creativity. So if yeah. you're dancing and drawing and doing that, then that can allow the flow yeah. for your throat. It could be singing. It could be, again, that could be crying too because you're vocalizing yourself, but yeah. they all come from different points, right? Your, your root chakra meditation, grounding yourself, being in earth yeah. that can allow that energy to flow your your third eye cut out the fluoride um start wearing more purples start visualizing just practicing different visualizations um and then your crown chakra search for energy healing because that is the connection between you and the universe and your higher self and the creator um so start doing that healing. Start listening to different binaural beats because, again, that's all have to do with your head. Yeah. So there's different practices you can do um, that can release that energy once you become self-aware. Yeah. You just have to know what the practices are. Yeah. And I think even your intuition sometimes just guides you towards the practices anyway. Like, I guess that's oh, really yeah. what I was saying, too. Like, once I'm aware of what's going on and I acknowledge it, then I'm like, okay, how could I – how do I intuitively want – to release this and sometimes it's not even I don't even have to have that dialogue I just I immediately yeah. am crying I immediately am just like I want to go like do yoga or move my body or maybe it's like I want to like scream or sing or mm-hmm. whatever um but I, I find that it just I intuitively know what's needed now okay I have this tension I'm gonna do this so it's yeah cool. and that's one of the greatest things about our intuition that it can't steer us wrong yeah we're just so we're just taught from a young age to ignore intuition and listen to adults unfortunately as kids so a lot of people have become um they've cut that contact with their intuition yeah 
so it's just like the rebuilding it and trusting it and practice using it in order to master it so again like when you get to the point of like you when as soon as you feel that you know intuitively what to do without doubting that it's not going to work yeah or it's going to work or however you say it (laughs) (laughs) we know what you mean yeah (laughs) um yeah and the best way to trust your intuition is just to practice with it like get comfortable with it and try using it and just seeing okay even if something um takes longer than you thought it would or doesn't follow the exact same path you thought it would it always is working out exactly how it's supposed to be and in the exact way that's going to serve you the most it's just about kind of um letting go of things needing to go like exactly according to a plan or exactly according to the way that you see it just being open to like okay um I'm going to trust this and I'm, I know that this is going to be like the most fulfilling path for me or the best path for me. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, so good. Okay. So the last question I want to ask before we wrap up is um, I would love to just know one thing. Well, it could be, it could be either that you would tell like your younger self or your childhood self. It could be something you would tell yourself when you first started having health issues and digestive issues. It could be something you told yourself at the beginning of your journey with starting a business. Um, but just what is like the number one thing you would, you wish that you would have known at any of those points that would have made things either a lot easier, a lot more in flow, or, um, that just could have really supported you at any of those points or all of those points. Um, anytime you remember what it says is so you're gonna laugh at this but I got a tattoo recently yeah I got a tattoo recently and Ooh. it says enjoy the journey and I think that's what I would tell my younger self or anybody else is that yeah. enjoy the struggles enjoy the triumphs enjoy the healing process the the lessons you have to learn the heartbreak the the fearful moments, the joyful moments, like enjoy everything because your journey is again, it's yours. It's nobody else's and you can't do it again. You can again, come back in a different lifetime. <laughs> new body, <laughs> found out. new places, but you, yeah. new trips. But, exactly. But you can't redo this again. And you don't want to have to come back and redo those karmic life lessons that you weren't able to complete in this lifetime because you didn't learn to enjoy the journey. Like this is your journey. It's nobody else's and it could be a rough ride, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. I love it. Embrace all of it. Mm -hmm. I would, I would tell my younger self the same thing. Um, Okay. So where can people find you online and and in person? Cause you do a lot in person too, right? Yeah, I actually, if you're in Toronto, you can, I do both house calls and I work at what's called Reverse Aging Wellness Clinic. You can find me on Instagram at mspath and on my website, I have a blog as well. It gives you all spiritual, spiritual knowledge you need to know in order to try oh. your spiritual awakening. Yeah. And the website is mspath.com? Yes. I just okay. to add that part. I thought everybody intuitively knew. (laughs) Don't don't you guys love her name, by the way? M's Path. I love it so much. Um, I'm also an empath, if no one got that yet. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so the Theta Healing, can you do that virtually or is that only in person? 
I can do it virtually as well. You can. Okay. Yeah. I've had a couple clients that were Reiki healers and they w- they did it virtually too. And at first I was like, what? You can do that virtually? That is insane, but that's amazing. Um, cool. Okay. So you guys like start laughing. Um, you know, like when you think, you think about something and, or think about somebody and they call you or text mm-hmm. you, it's the same thing. Like you're sending out that energy mm-hmm. and people pick up on it. Yeah. Okay, guys, so wherever you're listening in from, you can <laughs> access this goodness. Yay. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming on, Emily. It's so good to have you. It's so good to be reunited after um, many months. Like six months, and, yeah. Yeah, and come back. Um, and just, I'm just so excited for both of us. So many exciting things happening. And so much wisdom on this episode today. I could listen to you for hours. Seriously. <laughs> Well, I could talk for hours, so let's give me your time. And we're yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you like these episodes, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and review on the app. Until next time, you can connect with me at goddessbrandco.com or on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch. Sending you all so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.